Welcome to the Grace Story Podcast, where inspiring stories are brought to life. This podcast is made possible by Grace College and Seminary, located on the shores of Winona Lake in the great state of Indiana. I'm your host, Dr. Drew Flam. This is the Grace Story Podcast. Today I have a student guest on the podcast, Mitchell Bowen. Mitchell is a senior visual communication design student at Grace and also a budding entrepreneur. He's from Golden, Colorado and loves traveling, and I'm excited for you to meet and learn about his most recent artistic endeavors if you're not visually seeing them already. So, Mitchell, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to meet you, Drew, and it's great to be here. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. thank you for bringing along uh, some of your art, and we'll get into that a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to just hear a little bit more. Golden, Colorado sounds about as amazing as uh, a place as you can be. Mm-hmm. So, h- how'd you get from there to... Grace College. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting story, kind of a long story, but I'll tell the shortened version of it. Um, so, yeah, I grew up in Golden my whole life, um, lived there since day one, and I love it. Like, it's a spectacular area. Um, it's right in a valley in the foothills. Uh, so, it's like easy access to the mountains, and it's just like beautiful uh, location. Um, and so, I lived there my whole life, went to a small private school in the area. And then started going to a public school called Warren Tech High School, which was like a, a specified trade school. And so I studied graphic design there for oh, wow. um, four hours a day. Uh, and so it was like a really great experience. Um, and so I've always loved art, like just really appreciated doing it, like enjoyed um, like the craft of it. And then going to Warren Tech, like realized that uh, graphic design, like visual communication is something that I, I could see doing for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, and I just loved it. And so from that point, um, I was looking at like different schools. Um, there was a couple that I had in mind. Um, like there's one called Savannah College of Art and Design, which yep. is a yeah. really prestigious design school. Um, and then this other school called uh, Western State, which is um, in Gunnison, Colorado, next to Crested Butte, which is one of like the most incredible ski mountains. And so People that go there, you know, go to class in the morning, ski the rest of the day. So that sounded pretty cool. Um, And so there was a couple options, you know, um, and I was kind of at a place where, uh, you know, our like relationships was kind of uh, becoming like extremely important to me, um, but almost like too important. Like I'd grown up in a Christian home. Uh, I had like awesome parents that really like, you know, helped us to know who Christ was. And so, like, I had a relationship with Christ, like, since I was young. Um, But then, like, in high school, I really started to, like, kind of push away from that. Like, you know, instead of just, like, making mistakes, like, actively making decisions, it was, like, pulling me further and further Mm -hmm. from Christ. Um, And so, like, in those decisions, you know, like, Western State, which is, like, uh, you know, like, very public, like, a very like fun school to go to and then SCAD, which is like very uh, like artistically renowned and like just um, very like high up there in the artistic community. Like those were sounding really appealing just from like kind of, you know, the worldly standard of things. Um, And so like in that, like I was pretty set on those decisions, but then my mom works at a school called um, Colorado Christian University and she's worked there for a number of years now. And so I couldn't go there because they didn't have graphic design. So I knew, like, that's not even an option. Like, they don't have art, graphic design. Like, it's a great school, but I 
Um, that's what I wanted to study. And so, so I was like looking at other schools and I, we found out about the CCCU, which is like the Coalition of Christian. Christian colleges and universities. Wow, maybe. nice work. I'm just yeah, guessing. Well done. No, I'm just you guessing. Are spot on. Okay, cool. Um, so we found out about that, and Grace was like, kind of, it was Grace was one of the schools in that list, but we were just like looking through for anything with graphic design. Um, Grace like was one on the list, and something that stuck out is they also had illustration, which like those were the two things I wanted to study, and so you know, I was in Indiana. The only time I'd been to the Midwest really was for like soccer tournaments that I used to do in Iowa. So like, I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> like growing up in Colorado and there's just like a bad, like prejudice against the Midwest in Colorado. Like it's yep. just like, oh, the Midwest, <laughs> like um, it's kind of like a cocky thing. But so I was just like, I'm not like, I'm not gonna go there. But like I applied um, just to like see if the scholarships would work out. And so like those scholarships did work out really well. Um, and so it would have been like very affordable and like, mm. uh, which would have compared to like Western or SCAD, which are like, especially SCAD's very unaffordable. Um, so that kind of like came on the radar, but I was just like kind of set, um, on that point at, on Western because SCAD was like, uh, just super expensive. And so, uh, like in that kind of point of like, okay, like I could, like, this is an option, but I was like, not really even considering it honestly um my mom like bought a ticket to visit grace and it's just like it felt out of character because like my parents are very like they're not like forceful or like anything like that they're just no like kind of encourage us and lead us into like the right decisions but not like forceful so like especially as we got older and so that was like interesting because um it just didn't seem like in character but my mom always has these like intuitions about things she's just really wise (laughs) so um, in that we visited Grace, um, and I had like a few things that I was like, I'm not going to go here because it's either going to be like, you know, I've just heard of like Christian schools being very legalistic in college, or I didn't know if the people would be like kind of weird. Like, I don't know. Like that was just a, just me and the <laughs> producers okay. here. We're the only weird ones. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. good to know. <laughs> that's good to know now. <laughs> and then, yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't know if like. They would be a, it would be a place where I could really grow artistically. Um, that was like probably one of the biggest ones like that. And then the spiritual like legalism that I've heard of, like I was a little worried about those. And so I came and like throughout that day um, that I visited, I mean, it was like cold and dreary and like a little snowy, but it was just like really spectacular, spectacular, like the people that I met um, that would just like come up and talk to me and just be like, so enthusiastic, so excited about Christ, like um, just really kind and caring, um, which is, yeah, it was uh, a lot of it was like kind of like new for me or just like it felt like unusual. Um, And so that was like really like powerful. Like, I mean, at first I realized like the people here are really incredible. Like there's, you know, I went to a panel and the, the staff and the students that were talking were like really genuine very true to themselves, um, really great people. And so, like, that was an immediate check, like, okay, like, they're really cool. But um, then I went to chapel that day, you know, kind of, like, interested to see, like, what the spiritual side of grace is like. Um, And 
yeah, there was like a couple of things. Like I remember we started off with worship and it really seemed like everyone was worshiping. Like it wasn't like forced or like um, just like people were there and singing because they had to. Um, it was like really like genuine. Mm-hmm. Like I really could feel that in the room and like with the worship team and everything. Um, and so that was like really powerful to see. Um, and so like that chapel, they sung the song, It Is Well With My Soul. And it's just like an incredible song. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an incredible story behind like the original as well. And like in that moment, like singing like among like fellow believers, I was like, okay, God, like I really just want to be in your presence. Like I'm like not there right now. Like I've been actively like pushing further and further away from that for a couple years now. And um, it's just like if I'm well with Christ, like it is well with my soul, like no matter where I'm at um, for school, no matter where I'm at, like in life. Um, and so at that point, it wasn't the point I was like, I'm going to grace. He was like, okay, wherever I can go to be with Christ, that's where I'm going to go. Mm. Um, and so from that day, like that point on, like, I mean, even at chapel, I was like, okay, like if it's your will, Lord, but like, I still don't really want to, <laughs> just cause like nothing about the school I'd seen, just like prejudices I had, um, already. And so then coming like throughout the rest of the day, you know, like God really was faithful to like provide answers for all of that. Like even at lunch, like people just being like, Hey, like, have we prayed yet? Like, that's just something I wasn't used to. Um, Mm. and so that was really cool. Like to be in that atmosphere where people were like, like, let's pray like before we eat and like, thank God for the food. Um, and so that was really cool. Mm. And then I remember after that, I went to an art history class with professor reef. Um, and this was kind of like, okay, like two, two big questions have been answered. Now it's like, the art department's kind of going to make or break it. Um, and so I went and, like, I mean, saw the art studio, which if anyone hasn't seen on campus, it's a be- beautiful yep. building. I've yep. maybe spent more time there than my dorm. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> awesome. Um, and then Professor Reef, like, taught the class and then just talked with us for a while after and just kind of expelled, like, all my doubts. Like, I knew that this was a place where there are other artists that are very talented, very gifted, um, that I can grow alongside and learn from because I think that's so important and creativity is learning from each other. Um, just like creating together because like it really pushes you and grows you and inspires you. Um, and then meeting with Professor Reef also showed me that like these professors are, you know, here to help us grow and to let us like grow creatively, um, not to like, hold us back or anything like they want to see us like express ourselves which at that point especially as I was like I have no idea what I want to do with art like had a bunch of ideas but like hadn't even figured out like my artistic side I was just trying so many different things mm. I really needed that like freedom um and so like after that I just like had all my questions answered went back to the hotel and like I knew since then that I was going to grace wow. um which was like a huge blessing and I I don't I didn't tell anyone for a while because you're just like it was like, you know, within eight hours, like complete switch. Like I just didn't have anything to explain it, but like I knew that it's where God had me. Um, and so I was really thankful for that clarity. Wow. That is, that is an amazing story just to hear Thank you. Um, God work to help you find this place and then uh, fall in love with this place mm-hmm. in a relatively short amount of time. 
Yeah. Um, so you're 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 an artist, and uh, would you say, um, you know, art was something that found you, like hmm. middle school, high school? Were you, you know, just a little kid already interested in art? Has mm-hmm. it just kind of always been in your DNA? And and how did you hone those skills, you know, yeah. in your early years? And part of the reason I ask is I have a nine-year-old son who's artistic, cool, and I can't draw a straight line. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm, I'm wondering, like, how do I hone that, or how do I help him grow in that without pushing him? So yeah. tell me about kind of your growing up experience with art. Sure. Yeah, I would love to. Um, uh, and first of all, like, I can't draw a straight line either. Like, I have to use a ruler. <laughs> I think we all do. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, really, like, the first artistic thing or create, like, it's more, like, about the creativity, I think, for me was, like, when I grew up, like, I loved Legos. Like, uh, it was just, like, building he's Legos. He's a Lego kid, too, so, yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's great because I think Legos, like, teach a lot of skills, um, like, very fundamental pieces of art, like, um, balance, even like I learned like color palettes from Legos. Um, and then, yeah, they teach you how to like create pieces that like is such a vital part of graphic design that are not only aesthetic, but also workable, which is like the often forgotten side about graphic design. Um, By the way, our last podcast was an alum whose life is built around Legos. He hosts a Lego podcast and goes around <laughs> cool. the world shooting Lego videos. So, yeah, Lego, if you want to sponsor the Gray Story podcast, we, we, we have you well covered on this one. <laughs> we so, do. Yeah. So, Lego, anyways, Legos as a kid was kind of the jumping off point. Yeah. Um, and so, from there, like when I was a kid, too, you know, in preschool, like elementary, like art class was like the place I wanted to be. Like, I just loved it. Um, I just loved like uh, sitting down and kind of getting in that headspace of creating because it kind of like, it just like takes out like every other thought, every other care, like you're just making something. Um, and I think that's like a really cool thing to make something, to spend that time into it and then have it like afterwards. Um, like, yeah, I love that process. Um, and so, yeah, I think from there, like Legos to like art, to like beginning to draw till, and like I had art classes in like, high, like middle school art teachers and high school art teachers that really pushed me. Um, and so then I started to like, I think in eighth grade, I like bought this pack of like nice colored pencils. And like that time, you know, it was a big investment for me, but I like had a good feeling about it. And then I just started drawing and I would draw. I mean, I don't even know. Like, I feel like there's probably days where I was drawing like six, eight hours a day, even with school and stuff. Like it was just something I did all the time. Um, And so from that point, I got very good at um, like realism artwork, Mm -hmm. um, even to the point where like, in 12th grade, I went to Scholastics, if you've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and won best in 12th grade in Colorado for an, a realism drawing I did. Um, and I think that was the last realism drawing I ever did <laughs> because, oh, actually, no, I had to do some more for classes. That, was, that wasn't true. But I, I, it was the last one I did for fun um, because, like, I love doing it. I love the focus of it. But I realized I wanted to make something new. Um, I wanted to figure out my own style. And so that was an exploration process of years, like, to find that. Um, But, like, the realism taught me technical skills. It taught me, like, concepts of and fundamentals of art and design that I wouldn't have learned otherwise, like 
um, balance and I mean even more so like I talked about that with Legos but I think balance is just very important to me in artwork um, it like taught me how to do that it taught me further how to develop my color palettes um, further how to show that and especially in college I really learned about color a lot um, and so then I um, did the artwork until the point of like I mean I was just doing realism started going to Warren Tech in high school um, where I would continue to do realism like the piece I did in 12th grade but it was more about learning how to like um, branch off from that you know logo design is something we started to explore magazines illustration screen printing embroidery like it was all stuff that we started to explore mm -hmm. um, and so it was just like I started exploring a lot in college like exploring even more you know just like learning as many mediums as I could and I think each of those mediums like kind of led to the next but is very natural and so then like for you and your son I think like something my parents did is they just encouraged me like um I would find a new medium and my parents would just be excited about it and just like just like excited about like what I was creating um and just kind of let me do my thing <laughs> like because yeah like they were really supportive you know I think some parents when they see their like kid with an artistic uh, mm -hmm. ability or something like they don't want to encourage them to it because it like is not seen as like financially um, beneficial but like in today's like society like graphic design can be it's everywhere uh, yeah. yeah it's like one of I mean it's like they're very accessible careers and so I think like um, yeah art really like doesn't have that like uh, what's the word? Stigma, starving, maybe. Yeah, 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 starving artist, starving artist stigma. Yeah. It shouldn't have that anymore, um, because it's like, it really is like a very possible and very incredible career that I think is very enjoyable for a lot of people. Sure. So, um, that's kind of like how I, I guess, developed into college. Um, college, and like all along, I was kind of like peeking at these like the style of illustration I do now, which is the travel posters. Um, I remember for. I went to a summer program in, at Minneapolis College of Art and Design, and I my final project there was travel posters for Colorado. Okay, wow. Um, which is funny to look at. My mom still has them hanging up in her office, which is just fun. Like, they're really badly made. <laughs> like, I know that now, but I really loved making them at the time. Um, and then I kind of, like, explored that further. In 12th grade for my AP 2D design, I made my concentration was on travel posters, um, for myths and legends around the world, which was kind of fun. Uh, I kind of want to re-explore that. And then um, I started collecting them. Like, I started just finding them, like, wherever and you I brought go. some along with you, right? Some, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if I, um, like, along the line, I found these posters by the Anderson Design Group, which is a group that makes these fantastic travel posters out of Nashville. Um, and that kind of led me to a lot of, like, history and other depth in it. Like, they've made thousands of par like posters for national parks and for other locations around the country and even internationally. Huh. Um, so they're a really cool studio. Um, and then I started to discover these uh, postcards that like these are um, redesigned by an artist today, but they're um, originally designed in the 1930s by uh, a WPA program. Um, so a Works Progress Administration program. Um, Is that, that like a government? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a governmental program um, to basically like support artists, I yeah. believe. And it, they hired artists to make these posters and they're just like unique and beautiful. Um, I believe they were all like screen printed. Um, and so there's quite a few of them 
but well there was a ton of them made only a few of them are ma- like can be found today which is mm. such a bummer to me i would love to see them all <laughs> but they're actually like held by the library of congress the originals um but some artists like recreate them and these are extremely similar to the original designs um and then uh sell these um and the originals were like screen printed which is like I, if I could do anything, like screen printing would be, I mean, screen printing is really my end goal, but I, it's a very expensive like yeah. process. Um, and then this is also like to show something else that I collected. It's just like I found this at an antique store in Golden, Colorado. Um, it's this awesome little coffee menu that was, I believe, in the, like used in the 1950s on the Canadian Pacific Railroad. Um and it's in the travel poster style that I really appreciate. And so just like going into an antique store and finding something like this, it's just like, like it's a treasure. And I just like hold it very dear Um, because like this style of illustration, like has a lot of history. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like kind of timeless. I mean, people today seem to appreciate as much as back then. And so I just love having that like history to draw from that inspiration, that style. Um, to draw from today. So so you kind of found your niche and mm-hmm. it's a style that's been around but but updated and I'm sure changed over the decades mm-hmm. sort of tweaked and um and hopefully folks can see kind of your your designs here of a of a couple communities. So mm-hmm. um tell the story of like how you landed on like hey, I'm going to start making some stuff for Golden Colorado, where I grew up, and Winona Lake, and mm-hmm. a few different communities. Like, where did that come from? Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's a great question. So, um, like the original idea for what I wanted to do um, started this summer. Um, I was in Pagosa Springs, Colorado, with my family, and like being kind of the collector of these travel posters, I was. I was like, I don't want a single souvenir besides like one of these like kind of illustration styles so I was looking everywhere and like they had nothing and I was like are you serious like what am I supposed to buy (laughs) or like you know (laughs) I like won't even like have a take home or whatever I just like I can't add to my collection you know it's just like kind of a bummer because it's like it's a really cool area Mm -hmm. um in Colorado um and it was like a really fun trip with my family um and so like that night I was just I was like literally like sleeping on the floor in the cabin, um, just like laying there. And I like started to like kind of have this idea of like, you know, travel posters like this don't exist for um, almost any area around the country. Like they exist for big national parks. Like there's tons for the national parks and they're really beautifully made. Um, But for like areas like Pagosa Springs, which like was very personal to me at the time because like I had such a great time with my family. People like live there. And so it's very personal to them. There's like there's literally nothing Um, like some towns, but like very few and far in between. And usually in those towns, if there is something, it's like, you know, in Golden, there's some that like say like it's just a painting of some random mountains from anywhere. And then they just say Golden, Colorado. And I'm like, it's not golden Colorado. It's just right. like it's, it's just some random, yeah, mm-hmm, some random like, and it might be in the Rockies, but it's just like no one knows where, um, and it, they're just like mass produced. You know, like they might print them for a hundred towns with the same image, um, and so that wasn't like very personal, and so I was like had the idea of that, and then I was like I could do it. Like I could literally do this. Like just traveling around to different locations, and uh, making these posters. Like I kind of started to have that idea. 
And so I started, I tr- like, I was like, I'm going to make one for Pagosa Springs and show it to like store owners just to see if they'd be interested in selling it before I leave. And so I like started making this poster. I worked really hard on it. I drew it like by hand with markers. Um, like I was just like working at it. Um, and I finished it and I like showed it to my family and I could tell they didn't like it. <laughs> and I was just like, Grr. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, why can't I like figure out this style? Because there's something about the simplicity that's like very difficult to um, capture, like, and to make it like artistically proficient, but and like interesting people and engaging to people. It's interesting. Um, and so then from that point on, I just started making travel posters, just like everywhere I'd go. Like I went to, uh, where did I go? I went to like the Tetons with my siblings a little bit after that. Uh, we just like drove up and camped and. I like started making, you know, travel posters for that area and like just still not quite getting it. Um, and so it was just like I couldn't quite like master this style and I've like worked on it for years. Um, and so then I came to Grace with still the idea in the back of my mind. I was like, you know, in between classes and stuff, I'm going to try to work on some um, just like because I would love to do this like after I graduate. Um, and I came to Grace and I had advanced illustration and Professor Reef like told us that our only project for the semester was to make a publication. And she mentioned she that a student had done postcards in the past. And so I just was like, yes, <laughs> like this is what I'm going to be doing for the next two months. <laughs> um, and so then I uh, got started on my Winona Lake set. Um, like after ideas, like I was thinking I could do a golden set. I could do Winona Lake, but like it's hard to get photos of golden, like all the ones I would need. I mean, I have a ton, but like specifically what I would need or like, I was thinking even like, I I had a bunch of other ideas, but I was like, okay, Winona Lake's here. I can get whatever photos I need just immediately. Um, I didn't think it'd be a very big market though. Um, So I don't even like know if I even thought about selling them. I just like wanted the practice. Um, And so then I created the like Winona Lake set, you know, like the first one, like this willow tree um, took me a while because like I went down to the willow tree took so many pictures, just started sketching and like illustrating it and it just didn't look good. So I re-illustrated it. And like eventually I got to the point where I was like, I actually like, I think I got something. And um, then I started like using that like experience to like create the rest of the posters. And like everyone I showed them to just got really excited about them. And it was like really fun. And then like, it was really fun to start exploring how the typography could work. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's such an important part of the, this style of illustration and the style of poster. Um, and so that's kind of how I got started into like this specific style. So tell us how you create. Let's take the willow tree because we can see it here. So sure. you, you start with a photo. Mm-hmm. You take a photo. Okay. So tell us, I mean, without getting into details that someone like me wouldn't understand, <laughs> sure. but uh, t- what do you do with it? Like how do, how do you get it from... You have a photo to this beautiful poster or postcard. Yeah, th- yeah, thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. And so how I approach it is like, first of all, like I need to be on the location. I've tried to make a couple like, you know, like one was like a commission um, for this town in Maryland. Um, and like it's it's very hard to make it without actually being to the location. Mm-hmm. Um and so I don't think I'll do that anymore where I'm like not visiting the um, location because I think there's something really powerful about being there, seeing the surroundings, seeing it throughout like 
the daylight. I mean, like Winona Lake, like I took the photo during the day and made it look like it was a sunset because I've seen so many sunsets there. Um, like you kind of just know what the atmosphere is like. And so I think there's something powerful about being there, being able to experience the whole thing and just instead of referencing it from photos. Um, and so I do take photos though. And like for the willow tree, I took photos from a bunch of different angles, brought those together, like sketched them out probably a couple of times until I kind of got like a layout that I um, enjoyed, um, like kind of figuring out how to make the tree look like aesthetic. Um, and then I used an iPad Air um, with an Apple Pencil. And then I have this like really nice paper cover on the a iPad Air that makes it feel like you're drawing on paper, which is really great. Mm. It's a great invention. <laughs> um, and so then I draw like I uh, use the sketch to like draw out the shapes yeah. um, and then I figure out my color palette from there, um, which is usually a, like a very long process of like, okay, like this color works with this and this, like, cause color palettes have to be simple yet engaging um, and impactful. And so that's probably like one of the main focuses of my work. Okay. Um, and then I'll take the illustration that I create on Adobe Fresco on my iPad to Adobe Illustrator where I'll uh, make the typography and then I lay out the final posters in Adobe InDesign. So you yeah. got the whole suite there. You're, yeah, you're using it all. I use it a ridiculous amount. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. So you, uh, you know, you're you're doing this thing for class. You're creating, and then and then the thought comes like, oh, people might buy this stuff. Yeah. Um, and then and then they did. So I, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah. So, um, I finished creating the set and like. Grace combined with Allegra printing in Warsaw like gave us a hundred dollars worth of printing, which was just awesome. Um, so with that, I printed um, 33 full sets of these postcards. So there's 10 in the set plus a backer. So I printed 33 full sets of that. They like plastic wrapped them for us. And then I printed how many posters? I think like 15 posters. Um, and so I had these. You know, lots of sets. Like I was like, I mean, I'll give some away and stuff. But like, I was like, if this is what I, if I want to like do this, like travel around and create posters, like I have to sell them somehow. And so, um, I just like grabbed a probably a dozen sets, went down to the Winona Lake Village, and I just started walking around to all the stores and just handing them out. Like I would go into a store and be like, Hey, I love that. I hustle. designed this. That is so awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I designed this. Like this is what I sell it for. Um, if you're interested, my, like my contact information is the back and I'll leave a set with them. And so I, you know, I went into, uh, stores, restaurants, even rocket fizz, like just like everywhere that I was like, they might be interested in selling them. And so it was really fun. Cause I like went into Letterwood. That was maybe it might've been the first store I went into. Um, cause I just, I love that store. It's beautiful. Um, and so I stopped in, uh, Mike. Walker was working um, he's him and his wife own it and I like showed him the postcard sets and he like really appreciated them was super kind and he but he told me like our wife is an illustrator I mean our my wife is an illustrator um, Amber she is the other owner of the store and like she does a lot of the illustration for the shop and so he said they probably wouldn't sell them um, so I was like okay that's totally fine like here like you can have a set like and he said he would show Amber um, so I like left and then an hour, like was walking around to all the other stores. Um, and they called me an hour later and was like, yeah, like we'll do it. Like, come on in. Um, which is just, I was over the moon. <laughs> like I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe a store wants to sell it. Um, and so I went in, um, and they like found out I also had posters cause I, 
I thought the postcard sets would be a lot more popular because that's what I personally collect and like. Um, but then they found out I had posters, and so they were super interested in the posters. Um, I brought those down later, and they um, bought a good amount, of, like a few of the postcard sets, um, and then most of the posters I had. Um, and then they like, I didn't even have packaging for them or anything. Like they were just paper posters. And, um, they said they would like give them a try and just like put them in between cardboard when they like sold them. Um, so then it was fun cause I went, I flew home that weekend. Um, and then I like, uh, I got a text from Mike, like this is like Saturday or I think it might've been Sunday. And he was like, Hey, come in Monday. Like we need to talk to you. And so, like, I came in Monday, and they were just, like, selling out of them. And so I had to, like, put in – or, like, yeah, I think I brought, like, what else I had um, and then had to order more because, wow. like, uh, once they kind of – people found out about them in Winona Lake, like, I mean, even the lady who owns this willow tree, like, was super excited about it, and she bought one, um, like, His a poster. husband was a former professor at Grace. So oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, they were just like, people were just really thrilled about them and really excited about them. And so they like started going pretty fast. Um, and so then I started like resupplying Letterwood as they needed them. Um, and then from that, it just, uh, I got into a few other stores in Winona Lake. Um, and then uh, with the other sets, I just kind of did the same thing. I just printed off the sets and went store to store and was like, are you interested in selling this? Like, do you want to sell it? And in all the towns, I've had multiple stores that have picked them up. That's awesome. Thank That's you. That's awesome. Okay, Appreciate so now, you're, now you've gone from artist to entrepreneur, mm -hmm. um, which is an exciting learning endeavor, I'm sure. That's a whole new side of, of yeah, learning it is. Um, how to manage all of that. So uh, what are your, you know, you're a senior, you're graduating here in a few months. What's your hopes with this mm -hmm. going forward? Is this, sure. uh, is this a senior project or is this something you plan to, to do for a while? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I honestly, for the foreseeable future, plan on doing this like full time. Um, over Christmas, like I didn't do any, I didn't like get a job or anything because like I was just very focused on like building this business. And it's been, um, yeah, there's been a lot of like roadblocks, a lot of times where like I like when I was home, I would talk to my mom and be like, I'm going to quit. Like, I can't do this because <laughs> it's just like, you know, running a business, you run into a lot of problems. Like I've even had people threaten me with trademark stuff um, for like using certain words in my stuff or um, certain store owners couldn't pay me until I like had tax ID numbers, which I do have now, <laughs> which is good. Um, and then just like all kinds of stuff like, you know, if we were shipping something it would arrive damaged or whatever. And so it's just, there's complications, but like, it's been really just an incredible experience. Like I really enjoy it. Um, I enjoy the freedom it gives me to create art, to travel around. And so, yeah, I plan on doing it after I graduate full time. Um, and so I hope to just like travel around this summer to as many areas as I can, um, take photos and create like just sets of postcards. Cause I just really enjoy it. And I enjoy like bringing that kind of a powerful connection to the towns um and then so yeah graduating too um i am working with someone at grace his name's will kamisiak um he's one of my friends and uh, we've been like kind of learning how to like split the responsibilities where i'm focusing more on design and he's taking over like uh some of the financial stuff the printing and shipping stuff um and so he's a business major so we're also doing the business competition um and so that that's been like a really 
awesome opportunity to like meet with professionals to like grow the business further mm -hmm. um just to like uh because yeah they they work with this company called score and they're just like kind of mentoring us yeah, yeah um so that's been really awesome on the business side um because a lot of it i'm just kind of guessing and i mean i have a brother who's like very entrepreneurial who's uh quite a, f or a few years older and he's been helping me out a ton and my dad uh, is very entrepreneurial too and so they they kind of help me out and kind of mentor me in that too um and so yeah that's kind of kind of answered your question that's awesome so uh <laughs> what's your what's your company somebody says i want to buy it mm -hmm. or you know i want to commission him to do something sure. or you know my community could use this and i got some good connections like how do they how do they find you sure um so right now um i have an instagram page where like i can i take orders through that and stuff um it's called bowen underscore travel posters um and so that's just my instagram page um so you can anyone can find me there and just send me a direct message um i also can be reached like at my phone number, which should I say that? <laughs> That's up to you. <laughs> it's I'll say it, I don't mind. It's 720-539-9170. And so like those are probably the best ways to like email or get in contact with me um, about uh, just like further information. Um, I'm working on a, having a website, but that's a little bit down the road. Awesome. Um, but yeah, for now. And you've got a company. It. You're, uh, you're, mm -hmm. you've name of the company is. Uh, my company name is Bowen Travel Poster Designs okay. Ltd. Awesome. So it's a LLC company. Awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations Thank on you. just everything that you've accomplished and. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love that you've uh, found something that you are good at and mm -hmm. turned it into something that you can use um, as a business to make difference for others, to mm. glorify God with the artistic ability that he's given you. And so I really appreciate you sharing your story and your yeah. art with us. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a pleasure to do this. I really enjoyed it and talking with you, Drew. So thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And thank you for listening to the Grace Story podcast today. Music was written and produced by Dr. Wally Brath, Assistant Professor of Worship Arts at Grace College. Thanks to our co-producers, Andrew Palladino and Rick Neer. And if you can do us a huge favor, rate and comment on this podcast wherever you retrieved it from, we'd be so grateful. Until next time, live your best Grace Story today.